with Ryan Shumpert, BrentHubsVolQuest.com, talking about the Vols and in the Cats as Tennessee hosts Kentucky in a three-game series Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, for the first time this year. Uh, Ryan, let's talk about that first of all. Does that affect anything? You know, a, quote, short week, Tennessee loses a midweek game. Is the, the whole alternate schedule or changing the schedule, even though it was already on the schedule, does that mean anything at all? I don't really think it does. You've seen some teams and Tennessee's done this in the past where they mix up kind of their order or weekend rotation, maybe still throw Chad Dallas on Friday night and mix it up and throw someone else on Thursday. That's not going to be the case for Tennessee this weekend. They're keeping things normal. Chad Dallas, Will Heflin, Blade Tidwell in that order. And then did that play a huge role in the midweek loss or the way to handle things this week? I don't, I don't think so a ton. I think that's just uh a normal midweek loss where you're in the heart of the season, heart of SEC play. Maybe it hurts a little bit with the quick turnaround, but I don't, I don't buy too much into that. Yeah. I mean, it's called baseball. You know, you're not going to win every one of those midweek games. You'd rather Tennessee strand a bunch of runners on a Tuesday night midweek game than find themselves in a situation where they strand a bunch of runners all weekend long against the Kentucky team. That, that's really, uh, you know, Tennessee's got a lot to play for because they're trying to host a regional Kentucky is really got the pressure on them because they're sitting right there on that bubble with an opportunity for postseason play. But you start looking at their schedule, wins look like they're going to be hard to come by down the stretch. A lot of pressure on the Cats this weekend, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. You look at 9-9, nine and nine, they're in perfect spot to make the NCAA tournament. Then you see they got the, the four best teams in the SEC East in the season. And I think, you know, looking at it, they probably need to win five games in that stretch to have a good chance. And if you don't win at least one this weekend, you don't really have any chance of doing that. So I think I agree with you. A lot of pressure on Kentucky. They need to start racking up quality wins. And now they have a lot of opportunities to do so in these last four weeks, but none better than uh, Tennessee this weekend. And I think it does a lot to kind of uh, boost the morale of that team and their chances. If they can pick up one win, I said, keeps them in the hunt, but two wins, I think Kentucky's looking at a great chance to make the NCAA tournament and a team that has a ton to play for and will be giving Tennessee everything they have this weekend. Yeah, it feels like this Kentucky team is a better team top to bottom than A&M was a week ago. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think so. I think especially with the lineup. A&M's lineup had two or three guys in it that you kind of had to watch out for. Frizzle was obviously really good. He's one of the best players in the SEC. I think this Kentucky lineup top to bottom is a lot better. They hit 289. That's fourth in the SEC decent with the long balls ninth in the sec but they're right in that middle mix i think they're like five behind tennessee who is seventh so a lot of solid players colton kessler hitting 394 in sec play their catcher has been absolutely incredible austin schultz tj colet ro and new a lot of really solid guys in this kentucky lineup top to bottom the pitching i think is pretty similar to texas a&m they have a couple solid starters a couple solid bullpen arms not a ton of depth but when you look at the lineups, I think Kentucky is a lot more dangerous, especially top to bottom. But they do still, you know, we mentioned, I mentioned Frizzell being an all-SEC type player. Kentucky has a couple of those guys at the top, too. They're just able to put it together a little bit more, one through nine. Really good finish for Kentucky last week against Alabama after dropping that, that first game. They had to win, uh, really had to win that series. And they find a way to win that Sunday doubleheader um, against Alabama to take that series should give them, I guess, some, some added confidence coming to Knoxville? Yeah, I think so. And that you, that's a great point because all we talked about a minute ago, the opportunity they have their last four weeks, they don't 
win both those games against Alabama on Sunday in the doubleheader, I think, you know, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. They really needed to win that series, and Alabama's a team that's kind of in the same spot as them, that's right on the bubble. So I think that was just a massive win for Kentucky to kind of separate themselves from Alabama and give them a chance here in this last push. And their pitching has been a little bit shaky. They have the Friday night starter, uh, Cole Stupp's been solid for them. They've kind of done what a lot of teams do on Sunday where they change guys around. They've done that on Saturday. So their Saturday and Sunday has been kind of shaky. So for them to lose that game on Friday night with their best guy Stupp pitching and to come back with some shaky Saturday and Sunday pitching and win the doubleheader games now, I think the fact that those games were seven innings probably played to their benefit a little bit. But I think that was just massive for Kentucky and will be uh, certainly interesting to see if they can build off that momentum going into the, this, this weekend series. Uh, you can probably make this statement, right, Ryan, I guess for every SEC weekend series, but it, it certainly feels like to me the, the, the challenge for Tennessee is can they get to Kentucky's pin early in, in, this, in this series? Can, can, they, can they, you know, force Kentucky's bullpen to throw some in? And I guess Kentucky's saying the same thing about Tennessee. So the question is who's starting pitching is the best and can go the longest gives – you know, whichever team the best opportunity to win. But isn't that like every weekend in the SEC? Yeah, I think that that's a main point every weekend. I think it depends a lot on the strength of the bullpens, a lot of, and the strength, of the, you know, balancing the strength of the bullpen and starting pitching. Because there's a couple of teams, I think, like Florida, the Mississippi States of the world, South Carolinas, that it's not a massive drop off from the starting pitching to the bullpen. Obviously, Vanderbilt has a good bullpen, but that elite level starting pitching that makes it a big deal. And then when you get to those kind of middle of the pack, lower level SEC teams, I think it makes a huge difference because it's just you, it's hard to see teams have that many really good arms out of the bullpen. I mean, you're looking at Tennessee, who's a team without overpowering starting pitching and is top five in the country. And even then they have bullpen issues when you get five, six guys deep. So I think it, it makes a big difference. And then you look at what Kentucky's starting pitching has been able to do. It's been shaky, and a lot of guys haven't been able to get deep in the games. Their Sunday starter, Zach Lee, only 42 innings pitched this year, averaging just 4.1 innings per outing. And then it looks – they haven't – Kentucky hasn't announced their Saturday starter. Sean Harner has started that game the last couple weeks for them, and he's gone six innings and four innings in his two SEC play starts. So Kentucky's – while, you know, I've said on here that their starting pitching is shaky – I mean, a lot of that and just the fact that they don't have guys that go very deep in the games. They, you know, don't have a bunch of guys that are getting blown up or anything like that. But it's a lot of kind of Will Heflin style, four, five innings. Let's keep us in the game. And I think that plays really well to what Tennessee wants to do of winding, winding down on teams starting pitching and getting to the bullpen and really capitalizing on that. I think Tennessee will have a lot of great chances to do that this weekend. Chad Dallas has been really good the last three weeks or so, been really consistent. Heflin was really good against Vanderbilt, was okay, you know, um, didn't go as long as you would probably like for him to last weekend. But to me, the biggest question is, where's the freshman Tidwell? Has he hit a freshman wall here? Has he just had a couple of outings where he hasn't been as, as sharp as you would like for him to be? Where is, where is he at, you think, as that Sunday starter? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think it's the most important question really for this Tennessee team, I think, going forward. Because I think this isn't exactly what you asked, but I wrote about this a little bit in the three, two, one. When you have Tidwell clicking, I think Tennessee has two really good starting pitchers. I think that overcomes a little bit of the the bullpen weaknesses or the short 
end in this at a bullpen. But Tidwell hitting a freshman wall, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I think it's past the point where it's just, oh, a couple bad starts. You know, it's not a huge deal. I mean, it's been four weeks in a row now that he hasn't been great. That's two-thirds of SEC play. So I don't know if it's a freshman wall. It does seem like mentally he's gotten a little shaken the last two weeks against Vanderbilt and Texas A&M, but he's a guy Tennessee really needs, needs to get for this home stretch of the conference play. And I think it's, uh, you know, the one big thing you saw in the Alabama series, huge huge deal for him, but I think he's had that two weeks of the games for Tennessee. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. This is a huge opportunity again for Tennessee at home. They need to take care of business at home. A pressure-packed weekend for Kentucky. This Thursday night start, it sets the tone for, for both teams. So we'll see if Tennessee's best on the mound can take care of Kentucky's best on the mound and whose bullpen has to put in the most work early in this series. will be pivotal in terms of who ends up winning this series if Tennessee can take care of business at the house as they need to do. We'll have full coverage of it coming up throughout the weekend here at VolQuest.com. For Ryan Shumpert, I'm Brent Hubbs. Thanks for joining us.